You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome Freedom Fighters to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free in the earth and so i'm going to read from jeremiah 1 and 5 but this mandate was given to me tonight this day the lord actually wanted me to do this on mother's day i experienced an attack on mother's day by the enemy and i woke up in a ball of tears the enemy attacked me on mother's day he's a dirty dirty dog but he I uh, attacked me. My my computer's trying to trying to die here, um, and so he attacked me on Mother's Day in the courts of heaven. I wake up. The Holy Spirit speaking to me, walking me through, and the Holy Spirit explained to me. Um, he was telling me that I was not a mother. He was telling me I was a I was a bad mother. Satan was attacking me in my dream, and I'm I'm boohoo crying. I woke up in physical tears. This is the first time in over 25 plus years that I actually grieved this child that I murdered. Okay. This is the first time that I actually experienced the sorrow, not of the death, right? Because people have lost children that wanted children and I killed this baby. Now I have been delivered and set free. So I don't hold on to the condemnation because God has forgiven me and God has forgiven you too. If you are a woman that has experienced this in life, this is not something you have to continue to relive, but there was an open door in my family, in this area, in this bloodline with this spirit, this generational spirit of murder. There is a blood, there was an open door and a generational curse that had been 
opened and there was a global attack as the Holy Spirit prophetically released to me on Mother's Day, the Mother's Day that just passed, that there was a global attack upon the women of God throughout the earth throughout the earth. So I was not the only one being attacked. Now it might've been in that particular way that I was attacked that night, but God was showing me the open door so that I could repent and renounce for my bloodline, for my generations past, and for every open door that was open through the sin and the iniquity of myself and through the women of, and others through this spirit of murder all the way back through my bloodline. So the Holy Spirit's instructing me with closing these doors, doors that I did not even know were open in my family, generations and generations and generations past with this spirit of murder. And I had unknowingly as a child in ignorance come into agreement with this generational curse. And God wanted to break this bloodline curse upon my life and for the future women in my family. And so on Mother's Day, Satan comes and he attacks your girl. He comes for me. But God gives me a plan and a way of escape as he always does. And I repented and I renounced and I actually healed. I actually healed from this past trauma, he walked me through going through to experience the pain and the sorrow from that that I disconnected from and became numb from in the name of Jesus. So I was able to experience that pain and that demonic root, that demonic stronghold that was rooted in the pains of the past. This is why I created Flawed and Free because you are free, free indeed. John 8 and 36 says, for whom the son has set free is truly free indeed. Do not let the enemy pull you back into the past and pull you back and keep you stuck in things that God has already released and freed you from. Do not allow yourself to walk in guilt and shame and condemnation for decisions you've made, for things that have happened in your life because you're afraid, right? God did not give you the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And we are really leaning into the wrong things, into the wrong people to, for, to be led and to be guided in this life. God has the blueprint and the plan for your life in the word of God. God. It is here. He is here. He's got everything you need in this word. If you will trust him, the problem is we don't trust God. We don't trust that he is who he says that he is. And so we take our life into our own hands and the lives of others into our own hands. And we fumble the ball at the finish line. We fumble the ball at the finish line. And this is not what God wants from us for us in Jesus name. He's like, give it to me, bring it to me, daughter. Let me help you get through this. I understand you made a mistake, but I have sent my son Jesus on the cross to die for every single sin, for everything that you will ever do, commit, or come into agree, anything. You, It does not matter what it is. I have sent my son to redeem you, to restore you, and to reconcile you back to me, daughter. So give it to me, bring it to me, and let me heal the areas of your life in which you're wounded and depressed and oppressed in Jesus name. So I'm going to tell you why that, that, that 
abortion is not good. I'm going to tell you why that they should overturn Roe versus Wade. I'm going to tell you why. Now, I'm a woman that had an abortion, but I understand the concept as I have gone in the word of God, and we're going to go in the word of God, and I'm going to tell you that the, the world says that the first trimester, the second trimester, the third trimester is dependent upon these life characteristics. If the baby has has a heartbeat, if the baby has this, if it has that, then you can kill it at this stage and you can abort it at this stage or you can do this. No, you are given life before you are given life and I'm going to prove it to you. And Jeremiah 1 and 5, somebody put in the comments, if you don't mind, um, on YouTube, those that are watching on YouTube, those that are watching on TikTok, put into the comments that Jeremiah 1 and 5, Jeremiah 1 and 5, Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. And so this message was given by God. This message was given by God to Jeremiah. Jeremiah is a major prophet. Jeremiah um, had a calling and a commission upon his life as a prophet. And he was set apart and he was called and chosen by God as a major prophet in the earth. And he had an amazing prophetic ministry. And I'm getting ready to tell y'all something that y'all not gonna like, but it's the truth in the name of Jesus. It is the truth. Every child that is born, every child that is conceived in this day, in this life, whether it's rape, molestation, regardless of what it is, every child is not unknown to God, that you were created first in the realm of the spirit. You were created as a spirit being first. Each and every one of us has an assignment, a calling, and a commission upon our life. And there's a demonic agenda. Hear me and hear me well. I'm going to lose some of y'all here. I'm going to lose some of y'all here, but I need you to understand me because I need to bring the word into this testimony. I need you to understand what God really is trying to say to us in this time, in this day, in this age. And so for those that don't know, we are spirits in a body. We are not bodies in a spirit. We are spirits first in a body and the spirit realm, the supernatural realm takes precedence and takes priority over the natural realm. So the unseen realm, the invisible realm, the spirit realm actually takes priority over what you see. And so God, the father, our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit had a conversation about every single person that has life in the earth. And there's an assignment. There is a call and a commission on your life for purpose to do the will of the father in the earth and the demonic agenda that Satan is using to confuse people and to get people to kill these babies is because there are a lot of prophets there are prophets that have died in abortion clinics. There are there are apostles. There are there are visionaries. There are life changers. Listen, 
God is the creator of all things and all the heavens. God is the creator of the earth. God is the creator of you. And we're going to go into Genesis as I explained. But the reality of the matter is whether it was sent by Satan or whether it was something that happened that God actually ordained. God actually says, as he said to Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew you. This is the word of God. I knew you. So those babies that they say that are not babies are not people because they don't have a heartbeat yet, because they don't have five fingers and toes yet, because they can't say their name yet. Then that means that it's okay in this trimester and that trimester. And man, Satan has perverted. Satan, with the, with the help of man, has perverted God's intended purpose to bring life to bring life into the earth. And the purpose of giving and bringing and breathing life is for us to be fruitful, for us to multiply, for us to subdue the earth, for us to rule and reign. And there are many prophets that have died in Planned Parenthood. Now you could be mad about it and you could be that. I'm raising my hand because I was one. So I'm not over here talking what I don't know. I'm not over here saying just to be saying, and I have not been on that side. So I've been on that side, I was a I was a kingdom ambassador for Satan at one time, whether it was through ignorance, whether it was because I was unaware, regardless of how I got there, I was a I was a soldier for Satan. But now I am a soldier for the Lord. And now I've, God has exposed the truth and revealed the truth. And it is my job as a prophet, as a woman of God, as a believer, as a follower under the, I don't care, apostolic anointing. I don't care about what God has given me to do, but as a believer of Christ to give my testimony for Revelations 12 and 11 says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Why did I go through that situation? There are many women in this world. There are many women in the earth that are still living in guilt and shame and condemnation for what they have done. And they don't know that they have been redeemed and, and made whole by Christ Jesus. And there are many that are having repetitive abortions, trying to escape the consequences of their sexual immorality, of their sexual sin, trying to keep things hidden or whatever reason that there is because they are unaware that the blood, the blood, that blood of Jesus covers you, redeems you, restores you, reconciles you, and renews you. So as we go on tonight, I'm getting ready to continue to explain why this is important. If you got your Bible, we're going to go now to Genesis 1 and 26. Listen, as the saints will say, as the men and women of God on the pulpit will say, if I'm talking good, like now, subscribe, tag a friend, do it right now in the name of Jesus, because I'm getting ready to get into some more of these scriptures, which is going to prove exactly what I'm saying to you. So in Genesis, in Genesis, we'll go from 125 to 26. I'm sorry, 26. And God said, I'm reading out of the KJV version. I don't know what version you have. It says, and God said, let us make man in our image. I want you to understand that as I read 26, it says, let us, let us. Who do you think God is talking to? Who do you think that God is talking to when he said, let us 
God is talking to the Godhead. God is talking to the Trinity. He is talking to the Holy Spirit. And he is talking because if it was just God talking, he would just speak. But he said, let us make man in our image. How do we make man? We create man. We conceive through our lives. Hold on one second. We conceive children, right? We come together. We know how the birds and the bees, so I don't have to go there with you to explain the birds and the bees because y'all already know what it is. But it says in 26, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. O-U-R, after our likeness. So we know that this is a conversation that God is having with the Holy Spirit, that he is having with the Trinity, with the Godhead. And he's saying, let him make him in our own image and after our likeness and let them, let them. Now he's talking about me. Now he's talking about you. And he says, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. 27 says, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he, him, male and female created he, them. Okay, so we know that God created man, his goal and his conversation with the Holy Spirit and the Lord Jesus Christ was let us create man in our image. Okay, and after our likeness and let's give them, meaning me, sis, meaning you, dominion to subdue, to rule, to reign the earth in Jesus' name, to have dominion over every single bird, tree, air, uh, anything that creepeth on the ground, anything that moves about in the name of Jesus. So he has given us the authority and the ability to subdue, to rule, and to reign. And he says that even as we are created and man in his own image and the image of God, that we are created male and female that he created us. So you think that your baby daddy or fortunately, if you are not in sexual sin and you have created a child and or children with your spouse as God intended, God did not intend for us to have premarital sex. He did not intend for us to fornicate, right? Because the ordained um, word of God was in covenant in marriage. We were supposed to know and be intimate with our spouse alone. We were not supposed to have children. So what do we do? We go, we make our own decisions. We have premarital sex. We start operating in sexual immorality. We decide we get pregnant. Oh, I don't want this baby. I don't want to go. I don't like this person I'm with, or I'm married and I had had this baby outside of marriage. So let me abort this child. Let me, let me hide this child. Let me not, because we want to escape the consequences of our decisions. This is not correct. This is not what God intended. And this does not make it okay to murder, which is what it is, to murder a child because you decided to step outside of what God ordained in marriage, which is sex in marriage, because you decided and the consequence of that is a child born out of wedlock. And then you then want to resolve your situation and make it right and say, you know what? 
I'm just going to change the law to make it work for me so that I can do what I want when I want because I belong to me. This is my body. I can do what I want. Now, I will tell you, as I was reading out of Jeremiah, some of you might not know who Jeremiah is. Who's Jeremiah? He had a prophetic ministry. If you're just coming on and listening, he it consisted of tearing down. It consisted of rebuilding, uprooting, and planting. I know that that's one of the commissions on my life. Um, the apostolic call on my life is to build, to uproot, and to rebuild, and to plant. So I don't go for popularity. I'm not here to be liked. I'm not here to be loved. I'm not here for you to, to give and, and, to, and to put me on a pedestal or to do anything but to share the truth and the true gospel and the true word of God. That's what I'm here to do. And I'm not going to be popular for that. People are not going to like that. People are actually going to hate. They're probably unblocked. They're probably blocking me, unfollowing me and deleting me now as I proceed with the true gospel, with the word of God as he has intended for me to share and give it. That's what we're doing here. That's what we're going to continue to do here, Flawed and Free. Ain't nothing going to stop. Thank you. I fear God for your gifts. God bless you. But that's what we're going to do. And I'm not going to do nothing different. So ain't nothing going to stop me from doing the work of the Lord in Jesus' name. I honor people's exits. I'm not offended. I'm not upset. If this is not for you and you do not receive this word as the Lord has given it to me to give to you, I honor you and I pray that the Lord reveal himself to you and your time and your space and that you are able to be delivered, healed, set whole, saved and free and that your soul is saved from eternal damnation in the name of Jesus. And so tonight I want to continue to talk about the demonic agenda, the demonic agenda that's running rampant in the earth, in the world right now to kill the prophets. This is why the enemy comes for the woman's womb. The enemy has been coming for the seed of Abraham. He's been coming for the seed of Adam and Eve through Cain and Abel. And we're going to talk about Cain and Abel here in a minute. He has been coming. Remember Listen up, guys, I have great news. So we have just opened up the opportunity for you to receive all of the e-courses from our Freedom Fighter Mentorship Academy. So if you missed semester one, it's okay. Though you missed the mentorship portion, we still have an opportunity for you to get our e-courses. So there were 10 courses that we completed over the spiritual law and legal rights. We discussed the courts of heaven, prayer and deliverance and strategic and effective prayer. And and so much more. I do not want you to miss this amazing content. So go now to the link in the episode description or the show description, wherever you are chiming in and tuning in from and go and gather up one of those courses or you can get the entire bundle at a discounted price. So I am pray I am prayerful that you will check it out today. Until next time. See you later. Remember Moses, right? Moses was called to be a deliverer and Moses was called to be commissioned to deliver the Israelites out of bondage from Pharaoh in Egypt. And there was an assignment on Moses's life, but Moses's mother refused to comply 
right? She refused. Can you imagine if Moses's mother was following the demonic agenda through Roe versus Wade? Can you imagine if Moses would have done, Moses's mother would have listened. And as we are listening today, because we are selfishly making decisions from our soul, because our soul is wrapped up in our own minds, our own selfish desires, our own will and emotions. Can you imagine what would have happened if Moses would not have made it? Then would he have been able to deliver the Israelites out of Egypt into the promised land? Would he have been able to do this? God may have found someone else, right? Because that's what God does. But she decided to save him. And there is, if you don't know this by now, I'm telling you now, you can take it back to the Holy Spirit all you want. But all of this, all of this hoorah, rah that's happening right now, there is a demonic agenda on the enemy's heart and plan for the women of God. He does not want us to birth the promise of God. And there are seeds that are being snatched out of your womb. Literally, he's affecting the woman's womb and fertility. There are millions and millions of women and millions and millions out here this day in the name of Jesus. There are a million people out here that cannot bear children naturally because the enemy has attacked them and has attacked their wombs and they're infertile. Men and women alike, not just women, but there are men, more and more men and women as we proceed in the days ahead. Why? Because Satan knows that we are the birth carriers. We're the glory carriers. He knows that it is our womb that will birth prophets into the land. He knows that it is our womb that will move and birth change agents. He knows that it is our seed that will bring forth the commission and the call upon the life that will change and shake and move things in the earth. And so there is a demonic agenda to kill these babies. There is a demonic agenda to manipulate the minds of the believers, of the saints, the followers, the believers, and the unbelievers alike. You got more Christians that are so gung-ho on holding on to their silent situations and abortions and are supporting pro-choice because they don't want to deal with what they did behind closed doors and they want to find a reason or a law to make them feel righteous about their decision but at the end of the day when we go to the word of god what does the word of god say the word of god says that he knew us before we were formed in our mother and father's wombs so that means you were created in the realm of the spirit before you manifested in the earth. There was a conversation that God thought enough of you and he placed destiny upon your life. He placed purpose and he placed gifts in your womb for you to carry out the call and the assignment on your life. I thank God my mother did not abort me. I thank God because I have been able to fulfill the plans of God and the promises of God and deliver people and set people free in ways that God has commissioned and called me. But had my mother not said yes to this birth, had my mother not allowed me to come into the earth, I would not be here this day. I would not be here to do the work of the Lord, but I meaning, I meaning me, meaning you, every single believer and follower of Christ has an assignment and a purpose, just like Jeremiah, just like Moses did, just like Jesus did. Don't you see the pattern? They were trying to kill Jesus before Jesus was born. Remember, Joseph and Mary was on the run 
like Beyonce and Jay-Z in these streets, okay? They was on the run out in these spiritual streets because, because Mary was pregnant with the Messiah by the Holy Spirit. He had come to save the world as our savior and they were gunning for your boy. They was gunning for our daddy. They was gunning for Abba because they knew that there was going to be a boy that was born, that was going to save the earth, the king of all kings, the Lord of lords. And they tried desperately to hunt down Mary and Joseph. And an angel came to Joseph and said, get up and go right now. They on the way. They coming to get y'all. Go, move. And they were led by the Holy Spirit. They were led and the Lord Jesus Christ, she was able to birth him into the earth as they were being led by the Holy Spirit because there was an assignment. There was a commission given by God and the Lord Jesus was created for a purpose in the earth, just like you are created for a purpose. So who are you to tell God that his creation is not good enough? Who are you? Listen to me. Listen to me. Who are you to make the decision that the creator of all creation, the creator who created all of the heavens, right? He's the heavens and the earth, the heavens and the earth. Listen, go into Genesis, read your Bible. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God created. Who created? Who created you? God, who created your children? God, you might've conceived them. He might have chosen you to partner with your husband and or spouse or however they came to pass, but God created them. And so we don't have the ability to destroy or to kill or to murder God's creation. We don't have that power and that authority in our hands. We don't have it. And I'm about to prove to you with the story of Cain and Abel. We're about to get there. But he created the heavens and the earth. He created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. He created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God. Who's the spirit of God? So we want to know when the Holy Spirit showed up on the scene in Genesis 1. In creation, the Holy Spirit hovered his presence over the earth. The spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So the Holy Spirit hovered, right? It was God that was speaking and declaring and bringing life, right? So God declared life over you in the spirit with the Godhead, with the Trinity. He declared life over you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Go back to Jeremiah 1 and 5 if you need to. That says, before I formed be in the belly before I formed you in the belly. I knew you. And then not only did he know us, did he know us? This is intimacy. Anytime you see new in the word of God and he knew her and I know him, it was meaning a consummation. It was meaning covenant. It was meaning um, a relationship, right? So he said, I knew you. So God came into covenant, into relationship, into intimacy with every single person that is birthed into the earth in spirit because you created, you were created in spirit before you were released into the earth. Glory be to God. Now, even the birth of Moses, where there was an order from Pharaoh to kill all the firstborn male babies. You remember that? Do you remember the order that was sent out and his mother desperate to save her newborn son? She hid Moses for three months 
for three months she hid moses and three is a divine number three is a divine number for a revelation three is a divine number for a number of things in the word of god but three months three months she held on and she held, um kept him hidden in jesus name and so she placed him by the nile river by the riverbank she placed moses by the river because she had been watching uh pharaoh's daughter that would visit the nile river now if you read in genesis and you read in exodus um, where in, in Hebrews is no Genesis and Exodus, where they are talking about destroying Pharaoh's talking about destroying these male babies and these spiritual midwives. Um, the Israelites at the time, they were a threat to Pharaoh. They were a threat because they were growing and multiplying. They was being fruitful out in these streets. They was taking Genesis one and they was taking that thing to the hill, to the hill. Do you hear me? And they were slaves and servants of Pharaoh and they were strong. And so uh, Pharaoh decides he gets threatened. He's like, these jokers is growing stronger by the day and they're growing in numbers. And he's afraid they're going to overthrow him and they're going to overturn his kingdomship. And so he begins to get intimidated and threatened by the Israelites because of their multiplication, because this is their descendants of Adam and Eve, right? Their descendants of Adam and Eve and they're growing, they're multiplying just as the Lord has intended for their life. And so because he's afraid, he issues an order for the men midwives to kill all the boys and they're supposed to these midwives they fear god okay they knew god the israelites they knew god and they fear god and they rejected pharaoh's commands and so they were saving these babies and so the same now river that that Pharaoh, they wanted them to throw these boys in and drown them and kill them. It's the same river that saved the Israelites. It's the same river that was used, glory be to God, the Nile River that they were supposed to throw these babies in that was meant to harm and to kill them. God used it for his good and the good of the people. He used that same river to save the nations, to save many from the hands of Pharaoh. He used that same river that was meant to kill them by placing Moses there and actually Moses was saved right Moses was saved and Pharaoh's daughter took Moses into Pharaoh's house and they kept Moses and Moses is the one that actually delivered the Israelites out of Egypt and so I'm saying the why am I saying this to you today why am I talking because there was a decree there was an order for something to be done so the same is so when these laws and this legislation is going forth and when the and when the governments are putting their heads together and they're pushing forth their demonic agendas right this is the same as it was when the kings and decreed and made orders and declarations back in the old testament the new testament when these decrees and things went out the people had to follow it it was the law of the land and so the law of the land was to do abc xyz but these women and these people they feared god more than they feared the law and so they chose to follow god they chose to follow the word of God. They chose to trust God above the order, above the decree, and above the mass murder that they were trying to get them to come into agreement with. And so as followers and believers of God, we must trust God. We must trust the word of God over the law, over what they're saying. Now, are we going to be disobedient? Are we going to be rebels? No, but we, God is going to protect and cover us. And just what was meant for, for their harm actually turned around for their good. 
And so people will argue rape and molestation and incest cases with babies, but God will birth prophets out of these situations. No, was it under an ideal place? No, but he will cleanse and sanctify and appoint and call and place a purpose upon every birth soul in the earth, just like he did Jeremiah in one and five. Let's go back to that. He says, I knew you before you were formed in your womb. I sanctified you, right? If you look up sanctification, you know what sanctified and, and I ordained you. And so even if these babies are born out of wedlock, and even if these babies are born out of rape, God forbid, right? Because Satan always has an agenda to still kill and destroy. But even if these babies are born out of molestation or incestual relationships, whatever the case may be, God has the power. Do you believe that God has the power to cleanse, to deliver, to sanctify, to ordain, to appoint, and to commission those babies to be prophetic um, movers and shakers in the earth, to be change agents, to be apostolic uh, anointed men and women of God, to build, to uproot, to plant, just like Jeremiah, just like Jeremiah. Yes, but if we believe the word of the law and the land, if we believe the man of God over the man, the God, the, our Godhead, then we are in agreement with that demonic agenda and we will disallow the move of God into the earth. We got a lot of evil in the earth, but there's a lot of babies that were supposed to be born already that were assigned and commissioned to change this world, to make changes in government, make changes in the legislation, to make changes and to bring forth peace and prosperity and build and to uproot and to plant and to and to go forth in Jesus name and they did not get the opportunity to because we took our own lives in our own hands and we disallowed God to be God and so I want everyone to understand that our bodies are not our own Genesis 50 and 20 Genesis 50 and 20 somebody put it in the comments in Genesis 50 verse 20 it says what was meant for evil god uses for good do you understand do you understand that god is in control of everything that is happening in the earth it may look like the enemy is winning it may look like that he is ahead or that he thank you woman of god he may it may look like that he is winning but i'm telling you right now he is not winning the enemy will lose and he knows he's already lost okay first of all he's already lost and eternal hell and damnation is his portion and his goal is to take as many souls with him as he can because there is no repentance for satan for lucifer who is now satan there is no repentance for him he committed the greatest evil in eternity and because he's an eternal being he does not have the opportunity that i have he does not have the opportunity that you have to repent to renounce to be forgiven and to be saved and set free he does not so he does not care if you align and come into agreement with his with his agenda because he knows he has nothing to lose. Satan has absolutely nothing to lose. And you don't mess with nobody that got nothing to lose because they will kill you. Do you hear me? 
Listen, somebody that ain't got nothing to lose, they will take you with them. They will take you with them. I promise you. And you'll be around here living for Satan, doing his work, and you're going to live in the lake of fire with him. You're going to live in hell with him. Because he does not care that he's deceived you into thinking that your body was your own and that you were free to make your own choice. Yes, God gives us free will. Okay, there's a difference between making a choice and, 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 and God's will. There's a difference between God's perfect will and God's permissive will. So there's a difference. Okay, so don't get it twisted because God has given us free will. Okay. He's given us free will, but it's your choice. You can choose God or you can choose Satan. But at the end of the day, he's going to tell you very clearly, listen, you cannot serve two masters. You must choose this day who you serve. You either choose God or you serve Satan. You serve Satan or you chose, you serve God. There is no fence. The devil owns the fence. There's no straddling of the fence. It does not matter how you move it, how you shake it, or how what kind of explanation you come up with for proceeding right in the will and the work of satan at the end of the day you will be judged i will be judged and so if he can keep you deceived if he can keep you bound and if he can keep you in condemnation and guilt and all of these things that he can take you to hell with him right and it doesn't matter what the government said it don't matter what the what president biden said it don't matter what nobody in this earth has to say because when judgment day comes all that's gonna matter is what god says is what god says and at the end of the day if you have not taken into account what god says and the word of god the way he gives it so the world will tell you it's my body it's my choice i can do what i want but i told you back with jeremiah 1 and 5 i told you back with the creation of god in genesis 1 and 26 i told you your body is not yours your body does not belong to you i have two scriptures if somebody will put them up in the comments we have first corinthians 6 19 through 20. First Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. For those that don't believe, that think that they can do what they want with their body, that they can have their way because they think they were created by themselves, for themselves, for their own pleasure, for their own will. I hate to break it to you. I hate to share the news with you today, but your body does not belong to you. Your body is not yours. Your body belongs to the Lord. You were created by God for God. Okay? Get that. Like, get that. You were created by God for God in the name of Jesus. Hey, Freedom Fighters, it's Tina, your host from Flawed and Free Podcast. Are you experiencing spiritual attacks in your dreams? Do you have questions about spiritual warfare and deliverance? Or are you just seeking Holy Spirit led advice and wise counsel? I have great news for you. We are now offering one-to-one consultations to set you on the right path to purpose. Why struggle alone in your own thoughts when we together are a part of the body of Christ? Therefore, we must help one another. So as one of his servants, it would be a pleasure to support you on your journey from your now to your next. Go today, do not delay, and book 
your consultation with me. You can go to theflawedandfree.com or I will put the link in the episode description of this podcast and you can go there and book your session with me. God bless. So you don't have the authority to do what you want with your own body. So the world will tell you and they will deceive you and Satan will deceive you and say, it's your body. It's your choice. You can do what you want with it, including the unborn child that is in you, that the world will tell you it's not a child. It's not a baby until it's born. And that's a lie because we know that we were created first in the realm of the spirit. We were created there first. So we were already a being. We were already a person and we were already set apart, called and chosen in the realm of the spirit. So verse 19, we were looking at 1 Corinthians 6, chapter 6, 19 through 20. It says, what know ye? I'm reading out of KJV. I always read out of there first. If you have another translation, you can read out of your translation. It says, what know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. Your body houses and indwells the Holy Ghost. Your body indwells the Holy Spirit. It is his house. It is his domain. And this is how we receive dominion. And that's a whole nother thing. But we were bought. Whenever you buy a domain, think about it. When you bought that website and you bought that www. Whatever. I got www.thefloredandfree.com. That's my domain. That's my domicile. A domicile is a residence. This is where you live. This is where you reside. This is what a domain, when God gave us dominion, when he gave us the keys of the kingdom through dominion, through power and authority, this is what God has given us. So the Holy Spirit has dominion. He should have dominion in your life. He is indwelling and he is inside of you and your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So you cannot abuse it. You you cannot misuse it. You cannot do what you want with it because it's not yours. It was bought with a price. I'm going to continue to read 19 through 20. It says, what know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God and ye are not your own. Boom, bam, pow. Skarab. Right, y'all need me to get a get a drum roll. Whatever it says right here, ye are not your own. It says for ye, meaning you, ye means you, for ye are bought with a price. Hallelujah! That we were bought with a price in Jesus' name. Therefore. Therefore, there's more. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit. So our spirit is not separate, right? We are spirit beings in a body, but our spirit and our body is just as important to God because it's a temple. It is a the domicile. It is the domain. It is the residence, which means it should have, the Holy Ghost should have dominion in and over your body. That's your mind, your mouth, your members, your lips. Listen, all of that. So you cannot decide what to do with your own body. If you do not understand, 
understand that you belong to Christ, that you were created by God for a purpose in the earth for his will to be done as he has sanctified, ordained and intended for you as written in the book of destiny. There's a book of destiny over the lives of the believers and the followers of Christ Jesus. You were created not just for him to look at. You were created not to get on Facebook and take selfies and show everybody how cute you look and show everybody what you got and, and push your platforms and be vain and think of yourself and your own selfish desires and egos and things that you want. Listen, you were called for a purpose. You are a blood bought, born again believer. And I even watch believer this day, these days because demons believe. So there's a lot of believers out here calling themselves believers, calling themselves Christians. But there's a difference between a believer and a follower. A follower is a disciple. A follower is a disciple. A believer believes but may not know Christ. And in knowing, we know in the word of God, when Adam laid with Eve and all throughout, it's when you know that's intimacy. When you know, when you know that's intimacy, that's relationship. Even in Jer Jeremiah 1 and 5 when he said before I formed thee in the belly I knew thee knew thee I knew you and when the Lord when God is speaking about knowing when he's speaking about this intimacy that's consummation that's covenant that's relationship you understand so when God says I knew you I know you when I talk to God and he says I know you he says I know you daughter he's told me many things times I know you I understand what he means when he says I know you meaning I have relationship with you I know who you are I know you God knows you God knows me and so the world will say God know my heart he know my heart and they will abuse grace and they will abuse grace for what they want to do with their own bodies and what they want to do to make to, to to make their flesh feel good and to make and to make themselves um um feel like they're doing the right thing. Oh, it's okay. God's going to forgive me. He's going to this. But the word of God says clearly here that our bodies and us ourselves are bought with a price and we are to glorify God in our bodies and in our spirit, which are God's. Let's not forget. And, and, and 20, when you close out verse 20, it says, which are God's. So that means your body is God's. Your life is God's. So everything belongs to God. So if God did not say that he, you could do what you wanted with your life, if God did not tell you, then you are out of order order. And I don't care what Roe versus Wade says. I don't care what your mammy said, what your pastor said, what your best friend said. I don't care. What does the word of God say? What does God say about your situation? What does God say? Is God in agreement? Does God say that you can do whatever you want with your body, that you can kill these unborn children? that he has ordained and set apart for such a time as this? Is that your place to literally go before God and tell him what you're going to do with his creation? Is that your place? Are you, or do you have the authority to tell God that you're going to take life into your own hands for yourself because you believe it belongs to you and you can do as you wish and you will? I'm sorry to break it to you. And I'm sorry to tell you that you cannot that you cannot. Let's go to Psalms 100 verse 3. Psalms 100 verse 3. I'm going to talk some more about your body belonging to God. I'm going to talk more about your body belonging to God. Glory be to God. I'm going to talk more about your body belonging to God. Psalms 100 verse 3. We're almost done here, y'all. I'm going to try my best to close out. I, I'm, I'm about done. I'm about done. So uh, 100... 
three, verse three. So I'm reading out of KJV. No ye, no ye. No, there we go again. No, 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 no. There's the word no, K-N-O-W. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. That the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us. I want you to read that again. It is he. If you can't see, I, I will show it to you. I didn't make it up. It's in the word of God. It says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Okay. That's Psalms 100 verse three. Okay, it is he that has made us. So the child that is in our womb, if you are fortunate enough to bear a child and the enemy has not struck you with a, with, with barrenness or infertility, if you are a woman that has been uh, had the ability, um, now everybody's not born to have children. Everybody doesn't, that's not the, that's, there's eunuchs and that's a whole nother conversation. But um, for those that desire and want children, um, the enemy will attack your womb and the seed of man from infertility and all type of things. That's another conversation we'll have for another day. But the word of God clearly says that we are, we, that he made us, that we are not ourselves and that we are his people in the name of Jesus. So if you want to know what God says about your body, if you want to know what God says about your body belonging to God, I just gave you two and there's more. There's, there's a lot more scriptures. We'll be here all night pulling those out. But there's there's more scriptures that speak to that. Now, let's talk about the sacrifice of blood, and then we're out of here. We're out of here. We'll be out. I promise some of y'all still hanging in there. Thank y'all for hanging in and sharing. Make sure you like, tag, subscribe, and share for the women of God um, that are in need. And I'm going to close out in prayer for those that want to shut some of these doors in their life and they want to receive and renounce um, an abortion or something that they have had in Jesus name to assist them with their journey. So now let's talk about Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel, this is the story of the first murder. And you don't have to know the Bible much to know that Cain and Abel, the story of Cain and Abel is the story of the first murder. So Cain and Abel are descendants of Adam and Eve. So they're the first two sons of Adam and Eve. And technically Eve lost them both. She lost both of her sons because Cain killed Abel. And after Cain killed Abel, um, Cain was exiled. He was exiled from Eden and he was not able. He was sent out to roam the earth, but God still spared his life. And this is how much God loves us and loves me and loves you. So for those of you that are sitting like, oh, my God, I'm a murderer. Oh, my God, I went through and I, I went and killed this baby. God can't redeem me. That is not true. God will. He will still grant you grace and mercy through, and he will still deliver you and free you from the bondage because God understands. And he knows even when Cain killed Abel, he sent him out and he exiled him out of Eden. But even with the exile, even with him leaving, this man, Cain had to leave his family and everybody was not able to come back and be with them again. And he had to roam the earth and Cain's descendants continued to follow a corruptive path. Cain's descendants continued in corruption and immorality and confusion and chaos all through the years. Um, all of Cain's descendants um, carried out. Now, fortunately, Eve had another child. She had Seth and Seth carried out the, the glory.
glory of the Lord. Seth carried out Lord, though that Abel um, was killed. Um, Seth carried it out, but she lost both of her sons, one and in death to Cain, and she lost Cain because Cain was out wandering and roaming and clowning. Um, and so Cain, not so much. So God favored Abel. God favored Abel before we had the blood of the lamb, before we had the Lord Jesus Christ through Calvary, through his blood shed on the cross for us. And in the Old Testament, they had in order to be reconciled back to God. We don't do blood sacrifices and animal sacrifices anymore. Um, but it was a it was a way of worship. And it was also um, the atonement was made through those sacrifices. Well, Jesus Christ through Calvary, through the new covenant and the New Testament. Testament has become that that sacrifice, that eternal sacrifice. So we don't have to kill animals and goats and sheep anymore like they did in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, we are now able, through the blood of Jesus Christ, able to enter in to be redeemed and reconciled back to God by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So in this time, they were giving sacrifices and worship to God and Cain and Abel was favored by God. His, ser his service to God, his worship to God, God appreciated, God loved it, and God favored him. And because of God's favor for Abel, Cain became envious and jealous. And in this time of anger and jealousy, he was he deceived Abel and he lured him out and he killed him. And when God asked Abel, I'm sorry, Cain, when God asked Cain, literally, God knew that that he had murdered Abel. Why? Because his blood was speaking. And so blood has a voice, right? God, this right here, and this is how witchcraft, and I ain't even going to go there tonight because this is, we, we are sometime in, but the, the blood sacrifices and the animal sacrifices that, 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 that witchcraft has perverted to steal the virtue of man, to, to get, things from get things from the people of God for themselves. They use these same tactics and strategies and perverted it for their own use. So then these sacrifices were made, but the blood speaks the blood of God. You know why? Because it is, a, there's, 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 there's healing. There's, there's, there's anointing in the blood. There's a voice so that your voice had your, your body and your has, has, has a voice. You have a sound in heaven. You are a being, you are a spirit. So even even when Cain killed Abel, his blood still spoke for him. So when Cain lied, Cain lied to God, like, I don't know what you're talking about, but God already knew because Abel's voice was speaking from the ground. So that's Genesis and Genesis four and 10. It says, innocent blood was shed. He cried out from the ground that Abel's blood cried out from the ground. And so there was voice that was given to Abel. That voice was given through his blood. And just like the Lord Jesus Christ has become our voice, he has become our, he has become our intercession, our sheep, right? He has become all that he stood in the gap for us, but just like Abel's voice cried out. So these innocent babies, listen to me when I tell you that abortion, that's innocent bloodshed. Listen, if you don't get nothing else, I said a lot tonight. I gave you my story of my personal testimony. I done went in the word of God. And I'm telling you that that blood has a voice. That child, that blood has a voice. So you can hide from God all you want. You can lie to God all you want. You can do all that you think that you want to do. But God already 
knows. So there's no need to run and hide from God because he is already aware. He knows every single being in this life. Oh, well, I didn't give birth to the child. So God won't know. God won't know that I aborted this child. No, he knows. You know why he knows? I told you about the word no, K-N-O-W. It is a form of intimacy, relationship. God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb, before you were conceived, before he chose your mother and your father to come together, to consummate and to come in the covenant and prayerfully it's in marriage but even if it's not and it's out of wedlock however it is god knows god knows god knows god knows so you cannot hide because he knows so when abel when cain lied to him and said i don't know what you're talking about i don't know I don't know where Abel is. I don't know why you're looking for him, but it was his blood that spoke. And so these innocent babies that are being murdered, the spirit of murder, these babies that are being murdered and killed, God knows. And they all have a voice. They all have a voice in the earth and in the spirit. They all have a voice. And so tonight, I want you to understand that even from the story of the first murder, even from the story of the first murder with Cain and Abel, that you can be redeemed, that you can be reconciled, that you can be healed, you can be forgiven, and you can be made whole in Christ Jesus. The blood of God speaks. God knows every single thing, being, creature, person. Why? Because he created you and he created that child that was in your womb. He created that child. So whether it was birth to nine months or not, it was created by him for him. And it is not up to you. It is not up to me to make a decision for whatever reason that we are not going to give life and we are not going to bring forth the creation, the prophets of God and all that God has called us to be and do to fulfill his will and his work in the earth. But I want you to understand that even God's principles, even God released his mercy and his justice upon Cain back when he killed his brother. So even though he kept, he kept anyone, he marked Cain so no one could kill him, right? So even though he committed murder, when back then it was eye for an eye, two for two, right? If you committed a sin or a murder in one way, then that's how you died. That's how that's how you got what you got what you gave, right? That's how it was. But God literally marked Cain. He exiled them. He sent them out. He sent them away. So there was still judgment that came upon Cain, but he still justified him in a way. He still showed his mercy to Cain. He still, he still showed him justice and he still showed mercy to him in, in not killing Cain and not allowing Cain to be killed. And so God does not want you to die in hell. God is extending that same mercy to you women today. He's extending his same hand to you today. The same way, and I'm done, we can pray. He's extending his same hand like he did to Cain, right? But even more so now because we have Jesus, right? We have Jesus now. We have Jesus. And you literally, he's extending his hand to you to say, God, he's saying, daughter, I love you. I understand. I know you. I know you. And I knew you before you were created in your mother's womb. I knew you before you were conceived. I knew you. And it's okay, daughter. It's okay. It's all right. 
I will, I will forgive you and I will have mercy upon you. I will have mercy upon you in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. So I want all of you today, let's close out right now in prayer for those that are left that hung in there with your girl tonight. Listen, listen, glory be to God. I thank all of you for coming, but I want you to know that God loves you, that God cares for you, and that you cannot fall victim to the enemy and the lies of the enemy that has told you that you cannot be delivered and redeemed and set free in this area, that you cannot be made whole, that you cannot um, come back to Christ. Like Satan tried to tell me that I couldn't go back in that abortion clinic. He said, you got to carry this out. You got to finish this. You got to finish this. And it was a lie from the pit of hell. And I didn't know that at 16 years old. I did not know that at 16 years old, but God still knew me and God God still extended his hand to me and God still forgave me and God I have repented and renounced for the generational curse of murder in my family I have repented and renounced of that and therefore it will not take place and take root any longer in my bloodline and in my family and I like you it may be a part of your family those that are watching on TikTok it may be a part of your family it may be a part of something that's happening in your life but you can be delivered and you can be set free and you can be made whole in Christ Jesus. So today I want you to now to renounce with me in the name of Jesus. Say, I renounce any abortions that I have had in the name of Jesus. Say, I renounce any sin associated with aborting a child. I bind the spirit of murder and I renounce the spirit of murder right now in the name of Jesus. So declare that over your life right now in Jesus' name. Say, God, I am asking you right now for your forgiveness, oh God. I repent this day. I repent. And if you remember the abortions or where they were or how many you've had, just bring them and ask the Holy Spirit right now to bring to your remembrance those abortions. It may be one. It may be many. And even if it's not you, it could be someone in your family. It could be a sister a cousin, if you have participated and paid for an abortion, if you have paid for an abortion, you are still a part of this. You are still associated, right? You are in covenant with that. You have contracted financially and money. There is an open door and a portal. If you are one that has paid or helped someone pay for an abortion, you could be a man, you could be a female. I don't care which it is. If you are a woman that's carried out an abortion or if you have been in agreement with someone or you, if you have helped or you have encouraged someone to get an abortion. You are part of this in the name of Jesus. So this includes you. So if you are one that is coming to agreement, if you are one that has helped someone, if you've driven someone to the abortion clinic, if you pick somebody up, if you drop somebody off, in the name of Jesus, include that as well in this prayer. In the name of Jesus, if there's someone, I don't care how far in your bloodline, it could be your grandma, your great, great, great grandma. It could be a thousand generations back. Right now, you are going to repent and renounce your involvement and any part of agreement that you have had and or your ancestors and your forefathers. Right now, in the name of Jesus, say, I repent and I renounce for any involvement involvement 
in the abortion of and list the name if that's yourself if that's someone else or you are 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 repenting on behalf of your bloodline right now in the name of jesus i want you to insert the name of the family member of the friend the cousin the the whoever and if you're a man that has contributed or given money to a woman for abortions you can lift your hands right now in agreement with me and ask for God's forgiveness and repent right now for your involvement in any way, shape, fashion, or form or capacity. Do that now as the Holy Spirit leads you right now in the name of Jesus. Say, God, Lord Jesus Christ, forgive me. Lord, forgive me for the sins of myself. Lord God, forgive me for the sins of my ancestors and my forefathers. Father God, on my maternal side, on my paternal side, Father God, I ask that you will remove, that you will break every generational curse that has come in and every spirit that is attached to my life by the spirit of murder. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of murder this day in the name of Jesus. I renounce every abortion and any monies and any agreements that I have made. I repent and I renounce this day of my involvement in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you forgive me. Father God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father God, forgive us, oh God. Forgive us, Father, for our iniquities. Father God, forgive us for our transgressions, O oh God. Forgive us for our trespasses, O oh God. Forgive us, O oh God, this day in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I ask, Father God, that you will cleanse my bloodline, Father, that you will cleanse my generational past, Father God, backwards and forwards, right now in the name of Jesus. So have your way, Father. Have your way, Father. Have your way, Father. We bind every spirit that has come in through this spirit and every spirit that has aligned itself with the spirit of murder and abortion in the name of Jesus and every spirit that is in alliance and allegiance and association with these spirits that is contracted or in covenant. Any spirit, Father God, that has worked alongside or worked with, Father God, I bind the spirit of deception in the name of Jesus over your daughters in Jesus' name. Father God, I bind the spirit of deception with murder in Jesus' name. And I ask, Father God, as we repent, Father God, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you will show us and lead us into the ways of righteousness, that, Father God, we will yield to your way in Jesus' name, that we will allow the Lord Jesus Christ to go ahead of us, Father, to fill us, to cleanse us 
of all unrighteousness. Father God, we petition the hand and the heart of the Father right now that the righteousness of God, Father, for we are the righteousness of God by the blood of Jesus Christ. So we thank you, Father. We just thank you in advance for forgiving us. We thank you for every sin that we have come and brought before you this day, Father, as we have placed our hearts and opened our hearts out before you, Father, and asked you to forgive us this day in Jesus' name. That, Father God, that you will give us, Father God, new wine, Father God, that you will make us new creations in Christ. That, Father God, you will help us, Father, to come into our callings, that we will walk in the into the commissions and that you have given each and every one of us that you will align our minds with your will and your purpose for our lives in the name of Jesus Father God that you will set us free this day from guilt from shame we bind every spirit of guilt we bind every spirit of shame we bind every spirit of condemnation that will oppress the daughters of Jesus that will oppress the daughters of Zion this day in the name of Jesus Father God we come against and we command that every spirit of condemnation of guilt and shame that it go into the abyss right now that it leave us and never come back to cause us hurt or harm according to mark 9 and 25 father god we shut every door right now in the name of jesus and we put the blood of jesus over every doorway that has been open to the enemy wherever the enemy has placed a foothold in your life through these open doors in jesus name Father God, we disconnect right now from the plans of the enemy and every satanic contract. We divorce you right now in the name of Jesus. And we sign the divorce decrees in heaven that have given you access to the daughters of God tonight. Father God, we receive your deliverance according to Joel 2 and 32 this day in the name of Jesus. We receive your freedom in Jesus name by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your freedom. We thank you, Father, that you, Father God, are going ahead of us, that you are loosing the angels to minister to us and to war on our behalf. Father God, to help us to renew our mindsets in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for what you have done, for what you are doing today in this prayer and what you will do. And even those that will come back and watch the replay, glory be to God. Father God, we pray that you will cover them, that you will anoint them, Father, with your oil, that you will heal them, you will speak to them, that you will minister to them, that you will love on them this day, that you will show them that they are loved, that you will show them who you are in them and who they are in you father god that in this prayer father that they will begin to see their identities in you father god that they will continue to walk in the path of purpose to see and to reach and to take hold of the promises of god that have been given and released unto them this day in the name of jesus father god we thank you we thank you, God. We thank you. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For those that have made it, that made it through. I know some of y'all in social media land got short attention spans, but the, the, but the father had a word and a testimony, a word and a testimony. I'm going to stay on for a few minutes. For those that have questions, 
in Jesus name. For those that would like to go, if you feel led to leave at this time, I will honor your exit. And I thank you for the time that was given to this ministry at Flawed and Free. Father God, I thank you in Jesus name. Hallelujah. So I'm opening up now for questions, 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 any questions, TikTok, YouTube, questions. Do you have questions? I want to hear it. I want to see it. If it's something you got, let's do it. We got a few more minutes, I believe. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you, Dr. Griffin. Thank you. I got to be on my best behavior. My mother's here watching. Come on. Hey, guys, over here on TikTok, I see, I saw a few questions earlier that I wasn't able to stop and ask. Um, blessings, do you think IVF is okay? Um, If I can be honest with you, um, I think that's a question for the Holy Spirit. I don't think it's one that I can actually say an absolute yes or absolute no to um, as far as IVF is concerned. Uh, Minister Teresa, I'm not 100% um, on IVF. I'd have to kind of sit in prayer and I would strongly recommend um, that you do the same to go and sit before the father in prayer and um, ask him that question. It's a good question, though. It's a real good question. I'm really not sure, so I don't want to. I don't want to be in error, just speaking out of my own opinion. I would rather sit with the Holy Spirit and give you a word from Him, rather my opinion. So I'm really not sure in the moment, but I will. And if we have this conversation again, I will address it again. I can actually address it within my podcast or something like that. Um, if God gives me any further revelation about that. So glory be to God. Glory be to God. If this message, if it resonated with you and you feel led to sow and to share into this ministry, TikTok, we sow over there in, in hearts. We sow in hearts and likes in TikTok, but you can click the link in my bio if you feel led to sow into the word that was shared tonight. Glory be to God. I have my information on the screen for those that are interested in um, sewing and giving. Um, if you are a cash app person, yes. Hi, thank you, I fear God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your roses on TikTok. I appreciate that. Um, but if you feel led to sew um, in love and likes, I appreciate it. Thank you in advance. Um, you can go to theflawedandfree.com slash give. Theflawedandfree.com slash give. And if you are giving on Cash App, you can give at dollar sign flawed free. F-L-A-W-E-D free. Glory be to God. Thank you. I fear God. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of you guys support in time. Time is money. Time does carry currency in the kingdom. And so I appreciate your time, your sown time in this ministry. 
um, for those that may not even feel led to share um, or so, but I appreciate your time. So I want to make sure I give, I give you thanks tonight for sowing your time into me this evening and listening. And for those that have tagged and shared this broadcast for others to listen to, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So if you're on TikTok, you could just click the link in my bio. If you're on TikTok um, and you can get straight to my website um, on theflawedandfree.com. You can click the link there. Somebody's asking. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh no, you missed it. Beautiful. Looks like the, I don't want to even say the last name. Um, you can catch the replay. Yes, this is the ending. I'm sorry, but it, it was good. If you feel led to go back and watch, please go back and watch it. Please, please, please go back and watch. So when this is done, um, it will be uploaded for replay for you to watch. So if you missed this, please, please go back and watch. Please go back and watch if you missed it. I enjoyed you guys tonight. I enjoyed you guys. I'm looking for more questions. Um, looks like a lot of people are receiving um, the word from tonight. Um, someone said yes, that people are using birth control for, I'm sorry, not birth control. They're using abortion for birth control. I've seen that. I've definitely seen that. And I don't, I think that goes without us saying that I don't, God's not pleased with that, right? We shouldn't be having sex outside of marriage. Um, and so we know that to be true. So um, I'm answering some of the questions over here on this other platform. Um, yes, Paula, she said the spirit realm takes priority. Amen. Amen. Yes, we are spirits first in a body. We are spirits first in a body. Yes. Oh, thank you, Paula. She said, I was a champion for Christ. <laughs> I like that. I don't know if I've actually heard that yet, um, being a champion for Christ, um, but I love it. Um, I thank you for appreciating my testimony. The Lord asked me to share it. Um, so I will always do as he leads and as he asks of me. And um, it was a mandate from God. He said, you will share your testimony. And um, he gave me a word to go with my testimony to share. And so it might be tea to some, but it's a testimony to me. And so every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'm here live. I wasn't here the last two weeks um, because I also have a ministry at home, my ministry to my family. I have a ministry. I am a mother and a soon to be grandmother. And so my son had a baby shower and I was getting the baby shower together for them. Glory be to God. And so I had to do mommy ministry. I had to do mommy ministry. So, <laughs> so because of that, um, I had to step away for a week or two. Um, so that I could tend to my family, um, to my children, to my heir, to my seed in Jesus name and be available to them. Glory be to God. I love y'all. I love y'all, but 
I can't forget to steward and govern what I got, what he gave to me, the seed he gave me. <laughs> so glory be to God. That was my firstborn that I was with last weekend. And my mother was in town as well. My mom, so is my mom and my son in the name of Jesus. Um, so yeah, I had to tend to mommy ministry, but I'm back. Um, Ten Testimony is here every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe if you have not subscribed yet. Um, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. So my um my my looks like my um my live on TikTok is going to go down. So if you guys are on TikTok and you want to continue to watch and follow, please go and click the link in my bio and click YouTube and it'll take you where you can see me here uh right now. Um, but my phone is going to let is going to let go here on YouTube. I'm sorry, on TikTok. Um, so yeah. Rhonda, you said something about silencing you on faith. How do you handle this with love? If I lose you, Rhonda, on this side, will you come to YouTube? Do you mind coming to YouTube to, to ask that question so I can continue this that question on this side? Okay, Rhonda, good, good, good. You're being crowned by becoming a grandmother. I am. Let me tell y'all, your girl is excited over here. Uh-oh, I'm listening to some questions over here. Saved, I'm coming. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm excited. Uh-oh. I'm trying to close this out. And I don't know how to over there. Saved. Let's see. Let me... Michelle Dodson said, I found you. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm glad you made it. If you missed the broadcast, go back and listen from the beginning. I pray that it blesses you. How do you explain to others that abortion is wrong without coming off as judgment? Oh, saved. Are you still on here? Saved. Let me know because this is your question. I want to make sure you get it saved. Um. The same way that I approach every single thing that people hate to hear, right? People don't want to hear about um, sexual immorality. They don't want to be convicted um, and all of that. They don't, they don't want to be confronted. The enemy hates to be exposed. Um, and I believe that God has given me a grace. I always enlist the help of the Holy Spirit when I'm speaking and sharing and giving um, anything in ministry to my family. Um, I walk pretty cautiously and very careful. Cautiously and, and very careful um, with the things that God gives, with the thing that the thing that God that I ask ask of me to share with the body of Christ, with the body of believers. And um, in doing so, I allow the Holy Spirit to speak through me. I allow him to um, to speak through me. And in doing so, I don't I, you can't go wrong when you enlist the help of the Holy Ghost. Right. And so doing that, I actually got you guys charging now over here. <laughs> and so in doing that, 
um, I generally can give the answer that God requires that is needed um, at that time. But some of these topics and subjects are very difficult. They're very difficult to share. And so God will help me to discern. He will help me to discern um, how far to go, what to say, um, what scriptures to use, and and to really approach people with love. I mean, it's it's not hard. Even if they reject it and, re- and don't receive it, um, I believe that people really, um, they respond to love, right? And you just allow people and you pray that the scales are removed from their eyes or that God gives them the revelation that is needed to make the right decision. But, um, you know, you just put it in the Lord's hands. I like to let God be God. I'm not God. I do not have an S on my chest. There's one savior and he is in heaven. He is not here. He is in heaven. Um, I'm in Tina, right? I meant Tina. Um, he's here. He's alive and well, but, um, I like to let God be God and, and I give them to him, his burden, his, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. I don't take on the burdens of man or people um, because God's already got a job. That's his job to take on our burdens. And so I give it all back to God. And so it, with many people, that's kind of what I do um, with questions that are asked of me um, and, and those that the Holy Spirit leads me to share. Um, if he leads me to give a word or to share, I do my absolute best to make sure that I'm always doing it in love, that I am always, always, always doing it in love. So, um, yeah, that's generally how I proceed. And people still get mad and manifest, right? (laughs) You can do it in love and people will still manifest and um, be angry and, you know, and curse you. But anywho. Anywho, we don't we don't we don't give room to a curse. It can't land here in Jesus' name. I'm covered in the blood. Glory be to God. Any more questions? It's like Rhonda says, same question. You're welcome, saved. You're welcome. You are very welcome. Is there anybody else that has questions? How do I get to your live on YouTube? Sonia, um, I would go to my bio and then you click what looks like the Instagram button. If you're still here, click the little Instagram and it'll have a link for YouTube. And then you just click YouTube. You just click YouTube from there um, on TikTok. It looks like I don't see any more questions. So I'll go ahead and log off. I will log off now. And let you guys have your evening back. But I thank you for joining and coming. And prayerfully, I will see you guys next week. I will see you next week um, for Tea and Testimony. Back again, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Me and you, you and me. Um, Make sure you subscribe if you're not a subscriber Hi, Sonia. How are you? Say, yes, I'm here. (laughs) Hi, Sonia. How are you? How are you? Yes, come back. Come back. Come back. Yes, come back. Blessings to all of you. Blessings, mom. Blessings, blessings. In Jesus' name. God bless you all. And I will see you 
later. Let me let all of everybody. Oh, Rhonda has a question. Okay, Rhonda has a question. You almost lost me, Rhonda. You got to be quick draw McGraw on here. You got to be quick draw, Rhonda. <laughs> you got to be quick draw because you almost lost me. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to go through the questions here. Hi, hanging in there. Hi, Sonia. Uh, Rhonda, you had a question? I don't see it. I'm waiting on your question before I close out. Waiting on your question. Waiting on your question. While I'm still here, TikTok, if you got questions, you can ask as well. Oh, it was the same one from TikTok. Oh, oh. hopefully I answered. Did I answer her question? Hmm. Let me know if I didn't answer it. I'm trying to answer. Thank you for sharing a testimony with us. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are so, so welcome. Yes, you are. Yes. Rhonda said, I know you spoke in tongues. Can you explain speaking versus praying? Yes, Rhonda. Yes, I can. Um, and, and praying, okay. Speaking in tongues um, generally is for the edification of the body, so to speak. Um, when you are speaking or, or sharing a word from God um, and it requires interpretation um, when you're just speaking in tongues, right? When you're praying, it's a, it's actually your prayer language. That's your prayer language. Tongues are tongues, right? It's still your prayer language, um, but it does not require interpretation. And so when you're communing with Christ in prayer and you're praying, praying in your heavenly language, you're praying in your language, you can pray to God in your language and you do not need interpretation, so you could, there's definitely, there are great benefits to praying in tongues. Um, there's great, great benefits. And I'm trying to think if I already have something on YouTube on that. I don't, and I will. I can, Rhonda. I can actually put up, I was just talking to my ministry team this week um, about the benefits of praying in tongues. And so um, I do have a couple of podcasts. I don't know if you follow my podcast on praying in tongues. Um, it's called flawed and free and it's the audio version. If you go to Apple, um, you can catch some of my episodes that I have on praying in tongues there. Cause that's literally a whole nother live <laughs> or, or TikTok, uh, Rhonda. So I could actually t discuss that on TikTok, or I could talk about that on YouTube. Um, to help with the understanding of speaking and versus praying in tongues. So Yolanda, hi Yolanda. Say, girl, this is a word. I'm glad you appreciated it. Oh, look like I got much, no, nothing left. I'm glad you appreciated this, Yolanda. I am glad. You're welcome, Rhonda. I'll see you more in the future. I'm going to touch on that. Check out the podcast, though. Um, it's on Apple or Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
you can go there and continue to listen. And um, I have lots of stuff there that some stuff that's not on YouTube. So some of that stuff's not on YouTube, but there's some that is on YouTube. So I'm sure you can find a lot of good stuff on the podcast because we talk a lot of good stuff, good stuff. But I definitely am talking about um, tongues, speaking and praying in tongues um, on the podcast for sure. So to God be the glory. Any more questions? Any more questions? Any more questions? I'm not seeing anything else, so I think I'll finally let you guys go. Make sure you like, subscribe. If you're a podcast follower, listener, um, right now, go rate and review this podcast on Apple. Okay, if you don't mind going to rate and review it on Apple, tell me what you think. Tell me what you would like to see from me here on these platforms. I would love to bring whatever it is that you guys are in need of or desire from me. So whatever it is, let me know. I'll be more than happy um, to sit with the Holy Spirit and bring whatever you need into these platforms to assist you with your journeys from going from your now to your next in Jesus name. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. God bless you, ladies. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. So I will let you guys go here in YouTube land. God bless you. God bless you. I think I'll keep TikTok going for a minute. If there's any other questions, I see the comments still scrolling over here. So I'll jump back over here. looks like I got something worked out for um, my phone going dead. But God bless you. Like, subscribe, and share right now. And you guys have an amazing night. Good night, guys. Good night. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and free.